Caulfield, Gerard Bonner, and Diana Michelle. What's going on, everybody? It's that time of the week. It's Friday. You know what that means. It's time for your favorite podcast, SHW. This is our wrestling B-double Brandon Benefield, the great GB Gerard Bonner, and the beautiful Diana Michelle rocking that new hoodie. I love Hi. it. I love that. I got mine pre-ordered. I'm one. good to go. Oh, absolutely. How, yeah, how can they reach you, Diana, yeah, through social media? Oh, all my social medias, yes, yes. Instagram, Facebook, if you got my number, which you probably don't, call me. <laughs> don't advertise <laughs> that. <laughs> I already see what's happening. They're coming yes. to the DMs. Miss Diana, you think I could? <laughs> oh, boy. Which, by the I way, I probably, just as well. I probably should have said this off air, but this is going to be fun off air. Uh, the, the member 3.5 of uh, V3 has been regularly asking, are you going to have a meeting with my friends? They're your friends, first, but they're my friends now. Oh, I nice, love him. Nice. Miss Diana, Mr. Brandon. Oh, I yeah. love him. There you He's go. welcome anytime. You know that. I know. Although if he, he knew I was that. on with you, he'd be busting in here right now. I was gonna say, GB, he'll just show up anytime. We oh, we I don't know. know. The show's just started, so anytime. we'll see. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, we have a huge show coming up next Friday, SHW fifty nine, February second, at the Action Building, two sixty one Marietta Road, Canton, Georgia. Come join us. Tickets available at the door, starting as low as fifteen dollars. Kids ten and under, of course, are free. Tickets go on sale at the door starting at five p.m. On Friday, next Friday, and then uh, doors open at 7, bell time at 8. And so tonight, we are going to preview that show because uh, we've seen a, a huge card get laid out over the last couple of weeks. And not only that, but some changes that have happened over this past Always. week. And uh, because, you know, it's uh, we've been Always. saying this since uh, since 2020, GB. Remember when yes. like it seemed like the the thing card subject to change? Well, yes, mm -hmm. we were yeah. kind of living by probably that. probably because... put that in big, bold letters these days. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's right. So you just never know. You never know what might happen. Um, but despite all that, we've still got a crazy card. It's going to be insane. And we're going to run through it for you tonight. And uh, also, we're going to touch on this again at the end of the show. But I do want to quick remind you uh, that uh, this Saturday, the 27th of January, the Wild Wing Cafe in Alpharetta, the second annual in-person Georgia Wrestling Awards and Gala. It's going to be awesome. Uh, we will be hosting that show and uh, we hope you guys can come out and join us. It's open to the public. But again, we'll touch on all that and give you the details at the end of this episode. So stick with us as we preview SHW 59. And uh, I tell you one thing I am super excited about. Well, first of all, I'm excited about the whole card. But <laughs> the massive debut, the debut match of the giant, the seven foot three giant known as Chosen. Uh, we saw him. Yeah, we saw him debut at the last show and just kind of destroy, uh, I think, for lack of a better word, uh, the Duck Man and uh, Tangra. And now he's going to have his debut match, his first ever match in SHW. And uh, it's him versus question mark. Like, who in their right mind would want to go up against this guy? You reckon they're trying to, like, book somebody and they're, they're like no I'm <laughs> maybe right maybe they're having trouble no. finding somebody who knows who 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 you want me to who you want me to? no i'm good yeah 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 i don't know uh, i don't know i don't yeah, know i i totally agree with you like uh you know you can imagine people want to you know and lately over the last couple of years we've had a lot of people debuting on the show and they want to get their foot in the door and 
but mm, no i'm good yeah i'll try another <laughs> the next time. yeah like, at what yeah. point do you say yeah like you know you've been wanting to get on the card with shw for so long mm -hmm. like your where's your where's the line that you draw that go that where you go like <laughs> eh, i think it's a seven foot three yes. monster known as yes. chosen where you go I i'll wait till next month maybe right. and uh right. i'll try my luck again at a later date exactly. because uh i just if you saw what he did <laughs> to uh, Rob Killjoy and Damian Tangra. And if you didn't see it, go on social media or go on IWTV and, and watch the show from uh, uh, from uh, Year of Honor a yeah. couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago. Man, oh, man, that was insane. I mean, we were... You just saw him walk out. Yeah. Jaws on the floor. I mean, we were, like, enough. stunned. Um, so that's going to be insane. It's just, it's kind of like, uh, you know, Andre the Giant, you know? Like, he, he was an attraction. You know, he, mm -hmm. this guy, I'm telling you, you have to see him in person and you know, yeah, it's available on IWTV. Yeah. There are clips on social media, but it's, it doesn't do it justice. I mean, you need to see this guy no. in person. No. It's, it's insane. Those, uh, those pictures were great, but they're, they didn't even, yeah. it was like, nah, they must've shrunk him down to fit into the frame or something. <laughs> right. <'Cause>, right. <laughs> right. Dude, it's huge. Oh, it's insane. Uh, another first time match. NSHW, another guy making his debut, not his wrestling debut, but his SHW in-ring debut, the Warden, who showed up last month to help out um, the faithful one defeat uh, Fluffman. Fluffman, I think, was was on the verge of getting a win in his debut match if it weren't for the Warden showing steam up through roll. the crowd. Yeah, yes. oh, the steamroll. Yes. I tell you what, I have seen more people over the last couple of weeks talk about one of their favorite moments and their new favorite wrestler and their mm -hmm. new favorite wrestling move mm -hmm. being Cody Fluffman and the yes. steamroller. I mean, yes. talk about like fans right away. And the fans were behind him from the get go, even if they didn't yeah. know who he was just because anybody goes up against the faithful one. I mean, come on, but, right. uh, but Fluffman, man. Oh, what a, what but a day. He's a crowd pleaser. He definitely is a crowd pleaser, but yeah. Y'all, the same roller is the best thing to happen <laughs> yeah. in a long, long time. Yeah. I, I don't care. Well, I do. I want to see him steamroll Warden. That'd probably be a hard thing to do, but. Ooh. If anybody yeah. could do it. Yeah. The Fluffman could. could. Yes. I, you know what I think is so interesting? I, I, I think Cody Fluffman is probably a great case study in terms of what people always call the it factor in pro wrestling, right? Like sometimes people yeah. think it's the great <clears throat> moves or sometimes people think it's the great body type. You know, I gotta have all these muscles and I gotta, you know, have this great music. But sometimes when you're just authentically you and you have the it yes. factor, it goes, I have seen to your point, so many people talking about code, even people like Gary Lamb who says he doesn't, pay attention to pro wrestling. He thinks Cody Fluffman's one of the best things to happen. So yeah, if, you can, you know, if you can convert, he's going to get me for this, an unbeliever <laughs> like Gary Lamb, uh, you're doing something. And so I think that Cody Fluffman is, is that guy. And so with yes. the people behind him, um, the warden may have picked the wrong one to kind of make his debut against, to try to attack. You know, in trying to be faithful to Alexander Lev, which at some point we're going to have to figure out what kind of hold Alexander Lev has over people. Yeah. I don't understand it, but I do know this. Cody Fluffman is a breath of fresh air, and I can't wait to see what he's going to do uh, with a chip on his shoulder mm -hmm. against the Warden next Friday. Yeah.
It's going to be awesome. And here's the thing. If people are unfamiliar with the warden, you know, we've seen him since his uh, beginning, kind of like we talked about with Carly Bravo all those years yeah. where we've yeah. seen him since day one. Uh, yeah. Same thing with the warden. We've seen, seen him since his very beginning coming mm -hmm. up through the Nightmare Factory. And he's become one of the standouts at the Nightmare Factory at all the different showcases. Uh, we'll see him on the card trying to help out the the other beginners, you know, because at this point he's kind of like a Nightmare Factory veteran uh, right. going through the ranks. And he's kind of at the point now where he's kind of having these matches with the up and comers and, um, and they're not having an easy time at all because, <laughs> I mean, you saw the size of the warden. Um, I mean, we were just talking about chosen. You know, he's not quite as big as chosen, but he's still a big dude. And uh, he's a he presence. Got, no, absolutely. And, and, you know, there's a whole backstory. Maybe we can get into it on commentary during the match uh, next Friday, GB. Uh, you know, you saw him carrying that motorcycle helmet to the ring. There's a right. whole story there. Um, we don't, we won't get into it here tonight, but uh, mm -hmm. you know, it, he's just got a whole very interesting backstory. And I am kind of wondering uh, to your point earlier, how that's tying into to him siding with uh, Alexander Lev and, and what the situation is there. But uh we shall find out soon enough next week uh, at SHW 59. Another uh, marquee matchup that I am super excited about and everybody before it's even happened is already saying it's match of the night and potential match of the year for 2024. And we're only in January or mm -hmm. soon to be February, but I'm talking about Kyle Matthews making his return to the mm -hmm. action building. It's been a minute since we've seen him taking on Adam Priest. And I mean, you talk about a technical masterpiece, the, yeah. the potential here. Uh, this is going to be absolutely awesome. I cannot wait for this matchup, like Adam Priest or not. And I, here's the thing I said all along, I really am an Adam Priest fan. The problem is, I'm not a fan of who he associates himself with. Thank you. And that's where the problem is. So I know the SHW crowd aren't taking to Adam Priest because of his. Uh, affiliation with Action Wrestling and their CEO, Matt Griffin, who supposedly will be in the building and will be in uh, Adam Priest's corner next Friday. But uh, despite all that, Adam Priest in the <laughs> ring is a machine. Kyle Matthews, a technical wizard. And, I mean, they're going to make magic happen, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Well, the last time we saw Adam, wasn't that when he had the, the Brandon iron? I believe you're right. When they were going after right? Cruel. I think it was yeah, when they were trying to brand yeah, cruel. Didn't he, crazy. Help me. Didn't he defend also after that the action championship against Ashton? He did. Ah, you're that right. That was the last time we saw him. I think that was in he November. He did. You're right. He did. You're time. right. You're right. He did. He is still the action champion, correct? No. No, he he's not. He, he lost that to Alex Kane. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I heard that. Saw yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I am excited about this. At first, I'm excited about Kyle because I have ideas. Would you I like to Kyle. share your ideas? I want Kyle in the Bad Boys Club, and I think I can get him <laughs> and Chip back together. I want Kyle in the Bad Boys Club. Let me get there early. I'm gonna put a little bug in somebody's ear. We're gonna fig we're gonna figure that out. I want to see that. You know, I I I, <laughs> I think you know we're in that this era great. right now where there are uh, factions being created, and and women are leading these male dominated factions. Could Diana Michelle Ooh. be the leader of the bad boys? I would love to. That I would, would love to. Let me talk to Chip. Listen, oh, it's, it's money. Print the money. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I would love that. Oh, I would goodness. be Chip Promos. and Kyle and Owen Knight. Dude, mm. don't well. play. Don't play with me. Somebody play. sign this. 
this is incredible <laughs> well who knows time will tell i mean we'll, we're gonna see kyle in the building next next week maybe before the show you can uh, get in his ear diana and maybe maybe pitch this to him and see uh see what he thinks but I'm, I hey i'm here for it <laughs> i, I want to see it oh it's gonna be good but we're gonna have our own theme music we're gonna have our own look that it's that could be, be down the road or it could be next week when it happens. I don't know. <laughs> this is true. But what I do know is that this match alone, <laughs> and there's no there's no title on the line or anything mm -hmm. like that. This is just mm -hmm. straight up singles match. But the implications, perhaps. I mean, yeah. you gotta think that whoever wins this match <clears throat> has gotta be in some sort of title con contention, whether it's the JTS legacy title or mm -hmm. the Southern Honor title or a, mm -hmm. a tag team match, perhaps with yeah. with a, a partner of their who knows, or or the IWTV. Uh, world championship because that'll be on the line uh, next Friday as well. We'll get to that match here in a few. But mm -hmm. uh, moving down the card here, you, uh, Diana, you were touching on the Bad Boys Club here, and uh, that brings us to the Bad Boy mm -hmm. Chip Day. The JTS yep. Legacy Championship will be defended once again. Now, of course, Chip coming off of a very uh, brutal and uh, very, uh, I've been saying, emotionally charged night mm -hmm. and title defense last month or earlier this month at the last show uh of course that match ended in a no contest when he just beat the snot out of uh that little <laughs> snot hunter james hollywood hunter james and uh who knows where that that goes i don't know i never heard anything about hunter if he's i guess he's doing okay now uh because he got you know he was out the refs had to come out the, the medic from the back had to come out and check on him I assume he's doing okay now. It's been a couple of weeks, uh, hopefully, because all right. Because again, I've said this before, like these guys or not, you never want to see anybody seriously injured. And in that case, I it got pretty serious there for a minute. Yeah. Um, but Chip, just that, he was just enraged. That emotion took over, and he just he, he was just laying it in. Look, Chip to, had a score to settle. Yeah, yeah. And I said he was not leaving without that title. He did not. Whether it was a win in the column. A loss in the column. It doesn't matter. He yeah. left with a title. He he did settle the score, or at least he got some licks in. Yeah, to say well, the least. To say the least. I don't, absolutely. I don't know that this is the end of this this whole story, but we're gonna pause it for a minute because I don't know that Hunter's <laughs> ready. Yeah. GB, any thoughts on that before I get to his opponent? I I will say this. I think first of all, I'm still stuck on the the bad boys for life like I, I really i i totally think that needs to happen um with that said i also don't think it's over between hunter james and uh chip day you know but chip day has learned over the years how to channel his energy and channel his focus and for him as long as he has waited to become the jake the snake legacy champion he is not going to allow hunter james or anybody else to cause him to be distracted from whoever stands across the ring from him. So he'll be ready uh, this coming Friday night. He will be ready. Like well, controlled rage. Is there it, such thing as controlled rage? Oh, there is. And oh, I yeah. think he is the embodiment of that. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I think he will most certainly be ready for his upcoming opponent. It's the returning <laughs> CB Suave, who we have not seen in a few years at SHW. Uh, one of the big standout moments for CB Suave, well, several moments in one night, for CB Suave was, I believe it was the very first Rumble Jack. It was when AC Mack was the champion. And before the Rumble Jack match even happened that night, it was earlier in the night. 
CB Suave happened to be in the crowd and somehow or another mm-hmm. got AC Mack's attention. That turned into a challenge right there on the spot. And CB Suave ended up getting a title shot with AC Mack. And to a lot of people's surprise, especially Max, uh, kind of took him to the limit, uh, I dare say. Now, if Max hearing this, I apologize. He'll probably come after me later and be like, that's not true. But, uh, I mean, it, it kind of shocked a lot of people. Uh, but then we would end up seeing CB Suave again in the Rumble Jack match itself as uh, – well, let me backtrack a second. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Dragon Con. Have you ever been to Dragon mm-hmm. Con? Mm-hmm. So they have the, the wrestling the wrestling event that happens at Dragon Con. CB Suave, I believe, is like a kind of a standout. He's a, he does the cosplay and he'll dress up yes. as the different the different wrestlers and stuff. And so he did that at the Rumble Jack, and I believe mm-hmm. he came out as uh, I think uh, HBK at one point. I mm-hmm. think one, at one point he came out as the Warrior, Ultimate mm-hmm. Warrior. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's done great. At, Flair, at one point the night. Well, I think he was Flair. That might have been when, when uh, Matt called him out of the crowd. He might have been Ric Flair. I'm, I can't remember. But there was just several different uh, versions. It was kind of like the fa- three faces of Foley. And when yes. he kept coming back into the Royal Rumble, I was like, wait yes. a second. Um, so anyways, uh, that's CB Suave. He's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But don't let that fool you because he can get intense and he can yep. fight with the best of them. And that's where, again, not to, I, I'm sure Chip Day will be ready. But yes. – Obviously, you just don't want to like take it lightly and assume this guy's just oh he's just comedy and fun and silly and well you know he can turn it on when he needs to and when he's coming in and right away getting a JTS legacy legacy championship opportunity I'm sure he'll be ready for it and uh, I'm also sure Chip Day will be ready as well so that should be a great matchup should be a great match that's just one of two championship matches the other one is another huge championship match the IWTV World Championship will once again be defended in a Southern Honor ring. This time, the Atrocity Cruel will be taking on TNA Legend Suicide, the mysterious, enigmatic, masked man uh, who we have seen at SHW before. In mm-hmm. fact, he had a title shot. I believe it was against Corey Hollis um, mm-hmm. when uh, when Hollis was the champion, and uh, and gave yeah he gave Hollis a run for his money for the SHW title. Now he's here and he gets a chance at the IWTV world title and um, should be interesting. Two masked men going at it for the IWTV title. What do we think? Two, two different styles completely. Oh yeah. I've, I've seen, oh, I've seen suicide a few times uh, once at um, Matulucha, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. Highly recommended to watch him there. And um, I've seen him go against very Morales a few times. And that's always fire match. So, I mean, it's very fast paced, high energy, crazy moves. And, you know, cruel is cruel. He's going to, he can take anything. He takes everything and dishes everything and anything out. So I don't think he's human. <laughs> I mean, honestly, honestly, did you see his latest Instagram post when he's like <laughs> holding his babies, you know, his little titles? Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like, he actually looks like he's got a little human in him, but at the same time, it's like, nah. <laughs> Mm-mm. But this is going to be a great match. It's going to be one that you really want to see for real. Yeah, yeah. You know, this this is so interesting because uh, I think sometimes people forget the history that Suicide has in terms of how much he has accomplished mm-hmm. in the business all the time. You know, we're in this TNA renaissance right now, and yeah. he was certainly a big part of uh, some of the big years of TNA. 
And so all that he did there, either in the six-sided ring or the four-sided ring and the X division and all of those places, you know, where the X division talks about uh, there are no limits, you know, no weight limits, no height limits, all those types of things. It's a real challenge when you end up against a guy like Cruel, you know, so some mm -hmm. might think, well, what what has suicide done to earn a world title shot? Well, look at his career. His career has earned him a world title shot yeah. for the IWTV World Championship. Now that there's no longer a dispute in terms of who the world champion is, we never had a dispute. We always knew who it was. Proof that you should listen to us. Because <laughs> if we tell you it's a thing, it's a thing. We told it's you for months that Cruel was the IWTV world champion. Now the rest of the world is, is figuring it out. Now then, he now that there's no dispute, he gets to keep showing you why he's been the world champion all of this time. So I think Suicide has a very tough job ahead of him. It feels as though, you know, at the top of the year when Cruel unified those championships, he had a new fire under him. You know, new yeah. year, new you. Fire? New <laughs> well, I did say that, didn't I? Well done. Well under done. him, around him, on him, through Listen. him, out of him. He's dangerous. Yes. And so I, I honestly don't know that there is one man who can handle cruel. But if there's anybody who would be daring enough to do it, I think it would be suicide. So yeah. I think we're in for a very special treat. And SHW faithful, don't get so accustomed and to, to, to having world title matches that you take it for granted. No, We've it's been a big deal. Very fortunate, really, ever since I believe what, 2022? to start getting IWTV world title matches in our building, starting with AC Mack. And I don't think it's a coincidence that two major pillars of Southern Honor Wrestling have been long reigning and longstanding IWTV world champions. So make mm -hmm. sure you're bringing lots of people out to see a world champion recognized by PWI and all the places uh, defend this championship inside the action building next Friday night. Oh, it's going to be good. And, and GB, <laughs> to your point, our fans have been, I'll just say it, spoiled. Because spoiled yeah. rotten. And you guys got to think, like, think about all the other promotions, just in Georgia, first of all, but think about all the other states in the country, and they all have a bunch of promotions, yep. you know, that are all considered independent wrestling, indie wrestling. A yep. uh, good number of those promotions appear on IWTV. Correct. The IWTV World Championship has now been considered a true world championship in PWI, you know, and it's a legit, real deal thing. And right. the fact that we get those matches in our building on our shows, that's huge. That is, is a huge deal. So, like you said, man, we just don't, you know, don't take advantage, you know, just you really got to appreciate Yes. When these when these championship matches take place on our shows, it's it's. I'll go as far as to say is we're spoiled as well. No, we are. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yes. I'm <laughs> spoiled. Yep. I'm. I don't know how to act if I have to go and not announce a world title shot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and that's one of the reasons why we really do appreciate these yes. moments, appreciate these opportunities, because uh, I don't know how many people in our position get to call world title matches. Right. right. You no. Know? Never yeah. thought I would, honestly. Never. Yeah, I mean, it's... in a million years, thought I would be able to do something like that, something so big, and and it, it it's a big deal. It's huge. It's a to very me. big I'm deal. Very As honored. I see Tony Schiavone behind you, it's pretty. Cool. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Hall of Famer. <laughs> Hall of Famer. That's right. Tony oh Schiavone. my wall. 
Yeah, it <laughs> is. The Wall yeah, of Fame. Is. is that the Wall of Fame? Because we're up the there too. The Wall of Fame. How about that? <laughs> I love it. Diana's Wall of Fame. That's wall. Uh, yes. <laughs> All right. We've got uh well, let me just start by saying this. I'll preface this next thing by saying at the end of our last show, all hell broke loose between the hierarchy and the end game. And then we heard the music of a gentleman that we had not seen in quite some time. This is not a test. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then of course everybody recognized that and turned around and was like, wait a second. Is, is he is he really here? Pain impression? <laughs> <laughs> I so, have two words. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> and uh, here comes Gunnar Miller. We hadn't seen him in months. And, you know, he has not forgotten. He has not forgotten what Todd Sexton did to screw him out of his title when he was a Southern Honor champion, which allowed Judas to become the champion. Mm-hmm. And uh, he got in there and mixed it up uh, with CT Keys and all the members of the end game. And we weren't quite sure what the deal was. Was he just coming to the end of the, of the hierarchy? Was it was it kind of like the enemy enemy of my enemy is my friend? So mm-hmm. he's just helping the hierarchy because it kind of even the sides there momentarily. Uh, but we weren't sure uh, who he had it out for, whether it was Sexton or Judas or CT Keys, who's been mocking Gunnar Miller over mm-hmm. the last several months, throwing up the mm-hmm. Captain C and using the spear and the jackhammer and you know some of Gunnar's signature moves. Well, we found out that we will hear from Gunnar Miller next Friday at SHW fifty nine. I'm sure he's got words for Todd Sexton. Uh, I'm sure he's got words for the end game. We don't know for sure exactly what all he's got on his mind or what he's going to say, but uh, it was really awesome to see him because we have to see people assume the positions we're in that we know what's going on behind it. When people show up like that, we had no clue. He no come, clue. he came and spoke to Gerard and I after the show, right. telling us, "Hey, it's good to see you guys." You know, when we're like blown away, we're like, "We didn't know you were going to be here. This is crazy." Exactly. You know, and so. Uh, we were just as surprised as everybody else, but uh, it was great to see him, and I'll be excited to see him again next Friday to uh, hear what he has to say when he addresses the uh, SHW faithful. I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. I, I know he's got things on his mind that he's got to attend to, and you say, who is he there for? I mean, I say he was there for all of them. Yeah. All be, of them. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, he may not have a side to pick. I think he's there for – He's there for his. He wants that belt back. <laughs> yeah, he's there for his. Yeah, he he is a man of few words. He usually does most of his talking with his actions. Um, but I also wonder, he's been a team player for a long time. You know, if you think back to the war between Dishonor and SHW, yeah. he was kind of leading the charge for that and then kind of got caught up in his emotions trying to save Gary and ended up costing the company and like all of these kinds of things. I'm intrigued to see if he's interested in being involved in any more team battles or if he's just fighting for himself at this point. You know, I think often back to some of the comments you've made before, Diana, about his focus and how his focus often gets diverted, whether it was lethal poison or, you know, dishonor and now potentially the end game. You know, where will his focus be? Perhaps those few months off have been time for him to be able to think and determine what he wants to do. We'll find out uh, what his plans are next Friday. I'll be listening very intently because there are clearly lots of potential targets for Gunnar Miller. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, talking about the end game. uh, Well, and you heard us touch on this at the very beginning of this episode, card subject to change. Mm -hmm. Uh, Initially, 
There were a couple of other matches that were announced, and I'll touch on those real quick and tell you why and uh, why they got changed and, and what <clears throat> is taking place. Instead, we were going to see Nathan Mowry, the Kill Billy, taking on Sal Renaro. Now, if you'll remember at the last show, hmm. Sunny Days had apparently been kidnapped, for lack of a better term. At the time, we didn't know. Jake the Snake's texting me and letting me know uh, Sonny's not in the building. He was supposed to have a tag title championship opportunity, and it's like, what's going on here? And then we come to find out later in the night, it apparently was the doings of Coven of the Goat, as uh, we see the Reverend, and then we see Nathan Mowry with a fireball to Sal Renaro uh, right in his face, and Sunny Days is locked up in some room somewhere on the video screen, and so... We were going to see the Kill Billy taking on Sal Renaro one-on-one. At the same time, we were also going to see a six-man tag team match where we were going to see three members of the hierarchy taking on three members of the end game. Well, as we found out through social media earlier this week, unfortunately, the SHW champ, Judas, is unable to make the show next Friday. So we had kind of this uh, crazy scramble to figure out what to do for the main event. And now we're getting... SHW Tag Team Championship Turmoil. And this match just looks insane just from the, the idea of it and how it's all going to work. <clears throat> but it's going to include uh, five tag teams total, okay? Mm-hmm. We're going to start this match with four teams, and I'll list those teams for you. It's going to be uh, Happy Madness, Coven of the Goat, the Grapplers, and the Endgame. They're going to start this match. One of those teams will be eliminated. Once one team is eliminated, the hierarchy enter the match and it becomes fatal four-way rules where it's one fall to a finish and that'll crown the SHW champions. Will the hierarchy be able to retain? We don't know because they'll be in there with three other teams. But before they even get in there, let's talk about these four teams that are going to start the match. So you got Happy Madness, Coven of the Goat. I want to touch on that story there because like I said, we were going to see Sal and the Killbilly. Well, now Sunny Days, I guess, Finally got free from wherever he was being locked up. So Finally. he should be back with Sal Renaro taking on Tank and Nathan Mowry the Killbilly from Coven of the Goat. Uh, those are two teams that, like, like I just mentioned, they've got this backstory going all the way back to Still Here 5 last year, last October, where we saw that crazy no-holds-barred match between the Killbilly and Sunny Days. So you got that story. Then you got the Grapplers who have been like, a pretty solid tag team. They popped up here and there. We saw them at the Rumble Jack. Then they showed up in the in a tag team gauntlet uh, and had a good showing. And now they're going to be back, and they're going to get in the mix here. And then you've got the end game, okay? And then the hierarchy. So, of course, we know the, 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 the beef between the end game and the hierarchy. To me, it sounds like complete and utter chaos. And I'm thinking for you you and me, GB, from the commentary standpoint, how insane it's going to be for us to try to call this match. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, I'm excited, but I'm a little nervous, and I'm a little like, what is going to happen here? Uh, and if you stop and think about it, I, I, I don't know why this decision was made, but the hierarchies are, are at a big disadvantage here because especially when it comes to fatal four-way rules, mm-hmm. any anybody else could get pinned. Right. And they could still lose the titles, even if they don't take a pinfall. So like it just it. seems, uh, seems, seems chaotic, seems crazy. I don't know. What do we I think? I don't like it. I don't like it. Why not just let the other four teams go at it and let Joe and Murder come chill at my table for a well, while? I, and I tell you this much. For the title next month. Diana, I tell you this much. 
I'm not about to text Jake the Snake and question his decision. Yes, you can. <laughs> nope. Because yes, I told you. you I told you guys this. We've had this discussion. Y'all had he, pizza this he, week. Don't lie. <laughs> he texts me. I never yeah. text him. Yeah, yeah. That's how it works. But then send him a little, I don't know, nope. pigeon or whatever. No. Nope. Send him a little message. Ask him. I, Diana would like to know. That's hilarious. I mean, she wants to know why, because it's going to be tough already trying to announce the rules and, and make everybody understand what's going on yeah. in this match. I hate it for you guys trying to figure out what's going on during the match. Well, but I mean, I, you know, for, for me, this is going to sound crazy. I love this concept. Yeah. And I'll tell did. you why I love the concept. <laughs> My mathematical mind, uh, plus the game show side of me, I mm -hmm. love when there are these different kinds of stipulations because it does make things very unpredictable. And as I thought about it, on one hand, the hierarchy has an advantage because they're guaranteed to be in the fatal four-way as yeah. one of those four teams will not be. So for one of those four teams, and here's what's crazy. This was supposed to be a night that did not involve a tag team title match. Right now, the tag team titles are on the line again, which, by the way, I think it says a lot about the hierarchy's reign that once again, the tag team title is in the main event of an SHW show. It's been happening a lot during their reign, perhaps more than any other reign that we have seen. So congratulations to the hierarchy for what they are doing for the tag team division. Speaking of the tag team division, a huge opportunity for the grapplers for all of the other teams involved, the end game for Happy Madness for Coven of the Goat, who, you know, on one hand, Happy Madness was hoping to have gotten a title shot. Of course, that was supposed to happen at the last show. Sunny Days gets captured um, and kidnapped and all those things. A lot of other, one of these other teams can kind of really slip in here and make tonight their night, mm -hmm. a night where they weren't supposed to get an opportunity at the title, and they do. The other side of this, which I think it's interesting, is the mindset change you have to have. So if you're one of those first four teams, you're trying to merely survive, right? Don't get pinned. Don't be involved in that first fall. So you can guarantee you're there for what happens in the next part. Yeah. The next part, then you absolutely have to be involved. Um, so in terms of advantages, I do think the hierarchy has an advantage because they're going to be fresher than any of those other uh, four teams that will be left. Mm -hmm. uh, those teams will battle however long they have to until somebody gets a fall. Um, the hierarchy gets to come in. Perhaps they get to do damage, perhaps not, because then they have to really pay attention to everybody because there is no championship advantage once they get in here. Yeah. The other thing that makes me nervous is a fatal four-way often involves no disqualification. Right. And the end game is known for taking advantage of this. We don't know which two members of the end game will be involved in this tag team. We could make an assumption, but we don't know if Todd Sexton's going to throw himself in there. We could assume that it might be CT Keys and let Nick me Keaton. let me see the graphic because I think we know who's going to who's going to be the team. Okay. We'll on the graphic, at least. And again, mm -hmm. card subject to change, Correct. as we've already very clearly pointed out. Uh, yeah. But it looks like on the graphic, Nick Halen, CT mm -hmm. Keys. But Which, to your point, if it's no DQ, that doesn't mean Todd Sexton won't be on the outside floating around to get involved. But at the same time, Covenant of the Goat has multiple members. Uh, the well, hierarchy has multiple members. 
Who knows? This, this could get really convoluted. And if it's a no DQ kind of situation, who knows if weapons get involved? Like, so this yeah. is very unpredictable. Oh, and so perfect word. Perfect word for it. You know what I mean? Extremely unpredictable. And it could be uh, the most jeopardy that the hierarchy's title reign has been in since they won those right. titles. So right. I think this will be very, very interesting to watch. Um, again, I don't know if this is punishment for the hierarchy or if this is an attempt to say, hey, we need another match that can rival what the initial main event was. Either way, this is an innovative kind of match, I think, which I yeah. love to see. And I think it's going to really test uh, what the hierarchy can bring to the table as the tag team champions. There's a strong possibility we could leave with new tag champions next Friday night. Um, or the hierarchy could prove why they've been the most dominant team in the Southeast now for months. Yeah. Find out this coming Friday. We've been saying it ever since they won the titles, you know, mm. just dominance. That's, dominance. that's what they've been. One of the most dominant tag teams it's we've no, seen. It's no, it's no secret that the end game would love to walk away with those titles and let them oh, hold yeah. all Oof. the, you know, all the gold. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you know the grapplers, they've been winning gold. They've got yeah. gold. They were yeah. uh, was it the Anarchy Tag Champions? Anarchy or... Southern Fraud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've been winning titles everywhere. So, so that's to so your point, GB. They could come in and, and shock everybody. The grapplers sure could. could. They um, could. Happy Madness. Yeah, they former ta- former champs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, it's just unpredictability a turmoil yeah. is the perfect way to title turmoil this. shw Absolutely. tag team championship turmoil that's, that's going to be the main event next friday shw 59 you're not going to want to miss it as i mentioned tickets available at the door starting at five o'clock and uh doors open at seven bell time at eight 261 Marietta road canton georgia at the action building uh, y- there's nothing like experiencing shw live yes we love that you go back and watch it online and on uh, iwtv it ain't the same. There's just yeah, it's just not the same. Nothing like seeing it live. You got to see Chosen in person. I'm just saying. Uh, among other things, the, the yeah. whole show is going to be crazy. So it's we can't good. wait to see you. Uh, we are very stoked about it, and I can't believe we're already at 59. Uh, I, <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy how how time keeps moving here. But um, before we get to next Friday, let's talk about coming up tomorrow, January 27th. Yes, Alpharetta yes. Wild Wing Cafe. It's the uh, like I, I've said this before. The GWH Awards have been going on for like what, like years twenty years, years or something. Years, yeah. years and years and years. But yeah. this is the second year that they're having a live in-person award show and gala. It's mm-hmm. going to be awesome. Last year we had it at the Action Building, home of SHW, mm-hmm. and we hosted that one. We'll be hosting it again tomorrow night. This time in Alpharetta, as I mentioned, at Wild Wing Cafe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think tickets. Might still be available on the website. Perhaps. If it is, it's georgiawrestlingawards.eventb.com. I'll put it right here on the screen, right there. Boom. And uh, and Diana, did we say, I think they might be available but at the door? what I saw, they're, st- they're going to sell them at the door as well. And everybody okay. who does not have a ticket prior to the event is 25 a person. doesn't matter who you are. Okay. I'm told you are not getting in that building without an armband. You are not eat food without an armband. <laughs> You will not participate with that armband. That armband is going to cost you $25. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> well, we hope you come out and join us. Wrong, please, it is 
Please correct me. Yeah, Naja will let us know if we're, if we're mistaken. <laughs> but it's too late because this is airing right now. So. Yeah, I mean, you know, unless he hops on the horn real quick. Right. <laughs> but uh, it's going to be a blast. It's open to the public. That's what's really cool to me because last yeah. year we had a ton of fans show up as well. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. you're seeing all these wrestlers from all the different promotions in Georgia, which is very cool. It's almost like a, we say this at the Rumble Jack every year. It's like a, 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 a high, school, high school reunion or family mm-hmm. reunion where you're seeing mm-hmm. all these uh, familiar faces that you haven't seen all year. Uh, and it's the same way for this, where it's going to be awesome to uh, reconnect and meet a lot of new faces that we, that we haven't met before. But uh, the fan element, it was what I really liked last year too, was a bunch of fans showed up just to partake in the festivities. Uh, there's eating, drinking, dancing, and of course, awards, presentations. And uh, like I said, we'll be there hosting the festivities. Uh, all three of us are up for awards as well. So Thank you uh, for all the nominations for that in the first place. And uh, we'll see the turnout tomorrow, see how it all plays out. But uh, GB, how you feeling? You excited? I know you you're a big award show guy, so I know you're pumped for this. I I love award (laughs) shows for a lot of reasons. Um, And and one of the reasons is I I love getting to see people uh, honored and recognized for their hard work. I think that uh, it takes a lot of work to do the things that we do. And um, to have a night where we get to sit down and celebrate each other, you know, which I I think that is important. I know that, you know, everybody wants to win awards, obviously, and everybody wants to be recognized as the best. But I think to celebrate what we are doing as a wrestling community is extremely important. You know, the wrestling business has been responsible for providing entertainment through the most difficult of times for a lot of people. I mean, we were all wrestling fans growing up and wrestling held a very dear portion of our heart. You know, it helped us grow up. It helped us get through difficult times, you know, in school or with family or what have you. And, you know, with what happened a couple of years ago with the pandemic, pro wrestling uh, in all spaces really got a lot of people through a lot of very difficult times. And so Mm -hmm. uh, to be able to take time and celebrate what we've done on a yearly basis to celebrate those of our colleagues who we've watched move from uh, Georgia wrestling to a national stage. You know, we get to celebrate all of these kinds of moments and the hard work that's been put in across all of the promotions. Now, I know obviously this is Southern Honor and we believe in what Southern Honor does, but we also are connected to a lot of other people as well throughout this business. And so it's wonderful to be able to come together. So you as a fan get to actually come and meet a lot of these people, cheer on your favorite wrestlers and your favorite promotions and all of those types of things. See us all in a different perspective um, and in a different environment, get to have fun. You might get to dance with some of us and take pictures and all of those things. Um, Things that you don't always get to do on a regular wrestling show. So I think you should go, go to the website tonight if you don't have tickets and get tickets because tickets are always more expensive at the door. So get them in advance, then you can come. There might even be an opportunity for you to take pictures on the red carpet. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just going to be a really special time. And I want to shout out all of the organizers who have worked so hard behind the scenes to see that there's a night like this. Because, you know, there were those, uh, obviously, for years, something like this did not happen. They just, you know, kind of handed the awards out uh, via a podcast. And we respect the history of that. But to be able to come together in a room share that same energy, congratulate all of our hardworking colleagues for what they do. And I will say this, contrary to popular belief, 
um, we all do support each other. Now, there yes. are some real, very genuine rivalries. No, no question <laughs> about that. But we really do want to see talk about each it. other. We, right. But like, for instance, I know we know that there are other people in the commentary category, for instance, but we are supporters of all of them. You know, yeah. like we wish them all well and we're supporting all of them as they've been supporting us. And so I think it's cool, you know, whether it's the referees, the announcers, all yeah. of the things we all want to see everybody do well in mm -hmm. our business. And so tomorrow night is where we get to celebrate that. And so I hope you guys will be there. Uh, cheer everybody on. Uh, cheer your favorites on. And uh, get be there to be witness history. See what becomes <coughs> wrestler of the year, technical wrestler of the year, announcer of the year, commentator of the year. Get to see all of that live as it happens. And um, share your commentary as well. So be there tomorrow night. We look forward to seeing you. Absolutely. Yeah. And you touched on uh, the red carpet. Now, red carpet will be open from six to seven and the show actually starts at seven. So yes. you get there by six, you got an hour, get your picture on the red carpet there and uh, come on in. Show starts at seven. Uh, I believe there's going to be like a handful of awards and yeah. food so, will be served yeah. and then more yeah. awards, something like that. Kind of like it's it was cool. last year. But it, it's cool. very cool. I don't think we'll be there all night. I don't think so. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. They said the bar was open, so I don't know. Oh, Lord. Well, well maybe after the show, maybe I'll hang out and uh, make it a late night. It's a Saturday, so I got well, nothing to do. Careful, on, sir. I got I nothing to do I, on Sunday no morning. drinking and driving. So. <laughs> well, absolutely. Yeah, I can take yeah. an Uber. <laughs> so True. anyways, it'll be fun. Uh, come on, join us. And uh, we can't wait to see you tomorrow. But we also can't wait to see you next Friday where this show will be the live pre-show before SHW 59 at the Action Building. It's going to be awesome. Can't wait to see you guys. But until then, this has been SHW. This is our wrestling. See you tomorrow, guys. Uh -oh.